1: and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of the award-winning Your Goal Guide, A Roadmap for Setting, Planning, and Achieving Your Goals, and creator of The Deb Method, which is my system for goal setting, Simplify. I am a speaker, workshop leader, and champion of goals and every week, I lead the Gold Chat Twitter chat, and then on Mondays, I bring in friends to dive deep into the topic, and then on Thursday, it magically becomes an episode of the Dev Show podcast. So whether you're watching live or the replay or listening to us, we are glad you're here. And today, we're talking about communication because it's the basis for everything, because you can't communicate. Exactly. And who better to talk about communication with than my friends from the 140 conference world? And we have, of course, the grand poobah of communication, Jeff Pulver, he's rolling his eyes as I introduce him, <laughs> uh, Hank Waziak, who is a USC professor. And just because it's funny, the person Jeff was supposed to fly out to see in March 2020, got canceled in addition to Jeff coming out to meet with the rest of us. So I think, not amusing, but I feel on the two-year anniversary from when the world shut down, another perfect reason to bring my IRL friends who I haven't seen IRL in ages together. And of course, we also have Shirin Laura Raz Salemnia of Girl Academy, another frequent champion of 140 oh, Conference fine. Life. Thank you all. I'm so excited. And why don't I let you introduce yourselves, and then we'll get to talking about communications. Jeff, let's start with you, shall we?
0: I'll just say hi. My name is Jeff, and um, I enjoy I, I enjoy the ability to communicate. I, I believe that uh, no matter how the internet evolves, the ability to connect with someone in a meaningful way will always be the killer application. The 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 means not as important as long as the message is delivered and uh, the technology will evolve. We can go virtual. We can hang out in a metaverse. But at the end of the day, it's the connecting that matters. So uh, I'm a strong believer in our ability to communicate inside and out.
1: Well, you've also been like, like the connector. You went from the IRL connector, which we all know you are, to the let's get together with frequency person.
0: This is true. I, I somehow, during the last two years, launched an entertainment network and I do four live shows a week and I host two live passion-based networking groups a week uh, where I look f- to find things in common, you know, in, in particularly during the pandemic when many of my friends may have been out of work, i never wanted people to introduce themselves based on what they did for a living. So I always ask people where they are from and something they are passionate about. And I think that ultimately it's the passions that we embrace that gives us the opportunity to communicate, to keep our vibe high and to really, to connect in a meaningful way. And so, uh, I, I continue to connect, continue to communicate. And my, my, passion to communicate came at a young age. Uh, I like to believe I, well, in fact, I'm um, just even earlier today, I was on my amateur radio, so I've been a ham radio operator most of my life. And, uh, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those hobbies that keep on reminding me how important it is to connect and communicate.
1: It's so important. And so on theme. So thank <laughs> you, Jeff. Um, we're And we're going to go to the question, what are you passionate about? But not yet. Okay. So Shireen, welcome. Great to see you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Great to see everyone. This is really exciting. I, I love how Jeff was doing these conferences in person and we would always communicate in person and collaborate and do so many things. And now we're doing virtually. So even though it's a little bit after the two years that we were supposed to meet in person, it's still good.
1: Any day is a good day when you get to hang out with with new friends, but also OG friends, for lack of a better word of
2: this Absolutely. communication
1: verse. Absolutely. And can you tell a little bit more about about how you fit into the communication world?
2: Sure. So a number of ways. I feel like I got my initial job in the toy business through communication. I basically asked my uh, my boss for an informational interview, and I bugged him for nine months until he finally gave me a job. So if I didn't communicate my passion and my need, I would have never gotten a job. And even though he said no initially at, at the informational view, I literally asked him for a job and he said no. But nine months later, I kept bugging him, sending letters and everything. And email, uh, we didn't have Google at the time. So it was like emails. I'm now aging myself. Um, but communicating has always been super important for me. And I think it's really in- interesting to communicate now um, that we're like, in a sense, virtual, but also like we have all these methods of communication with tech. It's, it's huge.
1: Yes, and and I feel like a world that we all were really comfortable playing in, now everybody has like a trial by fire <laughs> I had to become comfortable with communicating, not just in person, but in person this way. Well, great to see you. I am going to swap you out for our buddy, Hank. Uh, hi, Hank. Welcome.
3: Hello. Hi, you're welcome. It's great to be here with old buddies and old friends really nice. And by the way, you know, you said Jeff was going to come out and do the, with us and do the class. When Jeff didn't do that, he was very kind to do a, uh, a mental wisdom 10 minute video for me, for my class that I played. And I watch every few months just to inspire myself. I'll give you a link to that. Any, I advise anyone to watch that video, it will move the hell out of you as it did to me. So, thanks again for that, Jeff. My
0: pleasure. That that uh, that just was an honor to to be able to share uh, with you and your class, and uh, I'm just grateful for that opportunity. And I will come back to California. I do promise that. I right. I will make it one day.
3: That's cool. And you know the my communications uh, world. I've been in marketing communications all my life. I love it. It's my it's my business, my passion, my life. Everything I do revolves around that. And um, I'm one of those Mad Men guys. I started in the Mad Men era, and I've been at it straight through for fifty six years longitudinally. So I've seen it all from beginning to end to now. And here's the serendipity part of it that I always, that I love to tell. Just as I was ready to retire, I met a one young woman named Erica O'Grady who dragged me to a 140 conference that Jeff Polver was having, and I met Jeff at the very first one. And I said, instead of retiring, I am going to dive into where this world is going, and that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years. And. Uh, so it's a, lot, it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of great stories to tell. And now the last 15 years, I've been an adjunct professor of marketing at USC and having a wonderful time. I always tell everybody I'm an old guy from Brooklyn teaching uh, the next generation of co at USC about digital marketing. Go figure that. But it's fun. So I'm delighted to be here with you all.
1: Well, and it really just goes to show... When you follow the path, the things that you love, you have no idea where it will take you. But by going, I'm going to make a link in a second, going with your passion, the things that you love, you never know what can come of it and who you can encounter. But even more importantly, in what ways you can make the world better for other people. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, And and I love that you mentioned Jeff's video. I would love to include that in the recap of the show. And so you can go to the devmethod.com slash blog for the recap from this and my previous episodes. And the link to that is in the chat as well. But that would be a great addition to link to when How we to watch. So it really starts with the passion. I think we're, we're all agreed with this passion for communication, for connecting, what else are you passionate about, Jeff? Like I can't answer this question for you. Go you right just, ahead.
0: You go ahead if you you could answer for me if you like.
1: No, I I'd rather see if you get it correct.
0: Oh, I see. Um, well, there there's multitude of passions underlying with communication, but it's really um, I'll I'll just focus on on theme for today, which is to which is really to connect in a meaningful way, to, to truly um, leverage the moments we have to communicate uh, verbally, non-verbally, and to, and to not forget about the now, to be in flow, that, that when we're connecting and we're living in the state of now, well, we're always in the state of now, we don't always recognize it, but when we're in, in that flow, it's just pure magic and I, I think i have the highest degree of connectivity when i'm connecting with other people who are also sharing that same moment that same experience and uh, you know I, on one level i've learned not to take anything for granted and to be grateful and at the same time be present and not to live in the could haves and should haves but be but be but but think in the present moment and look forward and understand that we are here that just whatever challenges we've ever had, we've gotten through our darkest days. We're survivors. We've made it. And we're here right now. So that congratulations. Whatever you worried about didn't matter. You got through that. So now we're here. And we get to be present. And so part of connecting and communicating is to to center yourself and to find yourself in a way where you can communicate, uh, dare I say, self-love. Where you're allowed to take time out for yourself to do the things that you love, that give you the empowerment to to get things done, and it's not being selfish; it's being selfish not to do self love, not to take care of yourself. And so, for me, communicating inwardly, outwardly, to be present um, is what I'm all about. And I enjoy connecting people, uh, providing the moments for that serendipity and synchronicity to to happen. You know, I, I enjoy aha moments, uh, moments where it just You figure it out, and I'm continuously uh, rethinking uh, ways to connect back to the universe. I have uh, a photograph of the Milky Way I took a few years ago at 4.04 in the morning, and I make it a point whenever possible, although the last two years have been challenging, to go out, find those stars, and to align myself inside and out with the universe, because no, no matter how big we think we are, we're all made of cosmic dust. And we're just here for those moments relative to time. So we learn to take advantage of what we can. And again, never live. Uh, I, I, you know, we do not want to ever, you know, apologize for what we, we didn't do, but focus on where we are and where we can go.
1: Really, really powerful. And you're right. We're here. Yay. Go team us. And what's ahead of you is whatever you decide to make of it. But staying in the moment, staying in flow, and being open to those cosmic connections, I think, are are huge. And you orchestrate them. So thank you, Jeff, because I wouldn't know Hank or Shereen if not for you. And there you oh, go. But
0: it, but it requires an openness and a willingness to connect, right? Some mm-hmm. people are closed. Some people don't want to meet other people. Some people very much are living in the know as opposed to the maybe and yes and can and you know i'm somebody who sees no and turns it upside down make turns it on right so you if you want to make something happen the the biggest change i've had in the last two years is i've given up trying i just focus on doing and and may have i may have been inspired by star wars but when you make that part of your life um i forget about the george lucas references all the time and i just focus on getting it done and doing and knowing that if I don't get it done, I did my best going forward, that I didn't try. It was me and Flo doing, and not everything, time's right. So, so that some things you do today, you get the results tomorrow. Sometimes it's two years from now. Uh, but being in that moment helps create other moments to go forward with. So I'm forever grateful to know each and every one of you and for the opportunities to continue to connect and to uh, explore the universe uh, as we do.
1: Awesome, awesome. So, Hank, yeah. what about you? I mean, obviously, you love your communication life, but what else are you passionate about?
3: Well, for a life, quite frankly, I mean, and I've come to appreciate that more the um, the, the older and wiser I get. But uh, I just what I've come to appreciate is, more than ever is people. And uh, believe it or not, the pandemic reinforced that in me quite a bit and that people are so important in your life, not only the ones that are around you all the time, but just people you meet and encounter. To Jeff's point, serendipity has changed my life about five or six different times. And I I tell people, you know, particularly students of mine now that and I understand your point about find what you're passionate about and go for it but very often or sometimes you don't know your passion and you have to be open for it to find you. And keeping that open mind is is what I see young people today doing more of. You know, I went in, I wanted to be at a Deloitte consulting company. Now all of a sudden I think I want to be in marketing communications doing X, Y, and Z. Just have to be open to it all. And the other thing that I'm passionate about now, and I wish I would have done earlier in my life, is giving back and volunteering. Everyone should have volunteering built into their DNA and do it all the time. I didn't discover that until later in my life. And and I'm now a volunteer for the Heart Association. And it's made me better at everything I do, everything. And that volunteering gene uh, really really, something that people should can cultivate. And then last but not least, I think, you know, Jeff talks about the now, and I couldn't agree more. The Power of Now is a book that a friend of mine gave by Elkhart Toll gave me that a, a number of years ago, and it totally changed my life. And you know, and I changed from a could have should have would, but if only I've done person into a look-ahead person. So do that. And the other thought that I, I just leave you with is, you hear a lot about leaving a legacy. And at my age, you think about that. But I, I found out a, a number of years ago, don't say, don't leave a legacy. Live your legacy. Live your legacy every day and live into it. And then what you leave behind will will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's just building off of what Jeff had said and appreciate the opportunity to express that.
1: I love that. And we we all have these gifts, the things that we're passionate about, the things that we love, and we don't necessarily know what they are. And that's a big reason of why I do what I do. You know, you can't get what you want unless you know what that is. And you need to give yourself that permission to explore and not only to explore, but maybe even remember the things that you used to love that got so squashed down by life, Right uh really good points love them uh, Sharon. what about you what are you passionate about
2: so this is uh again thank you deborah for this opportunity it's like a combination of what jeff said and hank said mashed up like jeff was talking about star wars and i was gonna say yoda says do or do not there's no try have a yoda bracelet that reminds me of that every day And Hank said, give back. And that's what Deepak Chopra told me when I was having my existential crisis. Cause like I had a dream job. I wanted to be like Tom Hanks, the movie big. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Like I did the informational interview. I bugged my boss for nine months until he finally said yes and created a position for me because he saw that I was super passionate about toys. And I was obsessed with wanting to be like Tom Hanks, the movie big. And then when I had my existential crisis, and Deepak Chopra told me to give back, I was like, I don't understand. Like, I volunteer my time. I give money to charity. I wholeheartedly agree with Hank about giving back and volunteering. It's super important. But for me, that was like a mission and a purpose because it was like, well, Deepak Chopra, which I... Actually, I didn't know who he was. This is 2005 at the time when I met him. I had no clue who he was. And he told me to give back. And I was like, wait, what does that mean? Can you tell me, like, give back to who, what, where, like another word, please? He was like, no, 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 trust me, you'll figure it out. And I was like, "Uh, you can't leave me hanging. Come on, like, I'm super passionate. Like, I wish I had the Steve Jobs commencement speech at the time so that I could connect the dots going forward. I was doing it anyways. But, like, you know how he talks about, like, he was super passionate about calligraphy. So he did that. And he was super passionate about Japanese. So I did that. Like everything was super heart centered and I've always been super heart centered because I think it's super important, but giving back and connecting the dots going forward led me to my roots, which was gaming. And like my kind of gaming was like really different though. So like I grew up with Atari 2600 and like Nintendo And like that didn't exist anymore. So I wanted to bring that back. And those are the things that kind of led me to this. I call it being on the tech yellow brick road of like synchronicities and synergies and all the things that I've done as part of my like purpose and life mission. And like Hank said, leaving a legacy while I'm living it, whatever happens after I go, that is what it is. But like, I'm actually doing it live every day. And so I'm super passionate about making a difference for the next generation of kids through what we do at Girls Academy with the hackathons and the healthy, balanced lifestyle tech with like meditation and fitness and a little bit of coding and learning how to be entrepreneurs and then pitching like Shark Tank style to real investors. And we're a little bit focused on inner city kids because I feel like they need to give back more than ever. But we're open to everyone and a little bit slightly more focused on girls uh, but we're open and we're inclusive of boys as well. Um, and then with Playworks, it's more like doing the gaming and stuff that we we did. Well, I did when I learned back in the day how to play. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And now doing it focused on STEM for the next generation. And STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math.
1: Wow! That that and as you're talking, and this is so funny. I interviewed you about all of this a couple years ago, three. And I will definitely, I put the link in the chat but I'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. Cause it tells how you got from A to where you are now. And um, we've got Marilyn Zayford who's I met at the New York 140 conference when I was speaking. She is by the way, moving to Los Angeles. Yay, one more good person. Uh, awesome. she, She wrote, I employ 3,000 youth for summer work, which is wonderful and amazing. We also have watching live Lizzie saying volunteering enhances life. It does. We do what we can to give back and giving back gives us, right? And then we also have our friend Eugene Barlas. Wait, my friend should stop writing code for Atari and Nintendo. What are they supposed to work on?
2: I'll take them at Wizgirls Academy. I'm happy to take them.
1: I had a feeling you would say something like that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for playing right into. (laughs) So we all have the theme of communication. And one thing that I say, which is, I think, part of why I'm attracted to like minds is you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. The more people you, you have, the more people you have. And that first step is the hello. But beyond that, what is the key, other than starting the conversation, to successful communication? Shereen, do you want to start us?
2: Sure. Well, I mean, I keep going back to the case of my boss at Mattel, but it was finding what he was looking for and then adding to it. And then finally at the end, I basically said, like, I want a job here, but I think it's really like when you meet someone new and communicate, like you always have like to find that common point and used to, it used to, when I used to go to conferences like Jeff's conference or Milken or wherever I was going, I would look up people before I would meet them. So I would have a point in common with them and talk about that and see how I could be of service, but then also, like, how we could potentially work together. So that's kind of, like, normally what I do. Um, Nowadays, it's a little different because now we're all technically either virtual or now conferences are coming back. So we could still do that. But I highly recommend that.
1: So it's really start with asking, right?
2: Well, start with what you have in common with them and something that you know that either is their pain point or something that they need. And then ask if how you can help. But then also, like you can ask at the end maybe like if you have a request or something like that.
1: Got it. You start. You start with finding the thing, right? What can you talk about beyond this conference, this situation, whatever? I, I remember when I first met Jeff because in Jeff does his spiel about not spiel. <laughs> But he talks about ham radio. Yes, I will go to you next, Jeff. But, but about ham radio being his entree into communication. And my response was when I was in high school, I was friends with all the ham radio guys. And if we went to high school together, we totally would have been friends. And we've been friends ever since. So I think that's a great commonality story. Don't you, Jeff? Why are you shaking your head at me?
0: I'm not shaking your head. I, I, I wrote down intention and purpose that if you want to communicate with somebody, set your intention and purpose. This is what I want to do. And also remove fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Don't worry about how the person's going to react. If you don't reach out to the person, you will not have any opportunity whatsoever to communicate with them. Uh, to Sharin's point, uh, at conferences, uh, there are times when I might phone to a conference uh, to meet a speaker. They did not know I wanted to meet them. So I would find a casual way to meet them in an elevator, maybe in a hallway, maybe in the speaker lounge, maybe after they spoke. Uh, I dare not want them to think I was stalking them, but, uh, but oh, you, you mean
1: know, like I stalked you,
0: Jeff, if you put, if you find meaningful ways to put yourself in the flow of others, magic will happen. It's one of those serendipity, one ways to increase the serendipity factor. And so for me, you know, setting the intention and understanding. And by the way, there are many times you meet interesting people and you don't know why you're meeting them. So I've come to the conclusion that there's a reason why I meet people. And then afterwards, I figure it out. It's like uh, life is 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 like playing a game of connect the dots. It's the order that you connect those dots that give meaning to the connections that are made. And so sometimes when I'm leading with the dots, I know exactly why I'm reaching out. Uh, and, you know, as a, I'm, I have a, a conference I'm doing real soon, which I'm curating. And so, you know, telepathically, people are not going to approach me to speak at the conference if I don't reach out to them. So uh, I have I've been doing that. And w- one of my goals for 2022 is to ha- is to relaunch the 140 conference. And I had originally planned on doing it in May. Uh, looks like it's going to be in June. Uh, this is the unofficial soft announcement launch that we're going to do a two-day event it'll be during the week uh, and it'll be global uh, across you know the world taking place between uh, I guess in uh, west coast time it'll run somewhere between uh, 9 a. M., um, 8 a.m and about 1 or 2 p.m east uh, Pacific time by, depending upon the length of it but it's it's meant to capture eight time zones from the west coast the US and Canada into the Middle East so it can't start too early, can't end too late. Uh, but we've had audience members fly in from all over the world um, in the past, and this time it's going to be virtual. If, if this works out, I will encourage people to meet um, in their cities, and their towns if they want to get together locally. Um, but at least the first iteration of this coming back to life, it's going to be a virtual event. Uh, I have a whole spiel why it can be fun to be uh, virtual which I won't get into, but uh let's just say that it will be a wonderful way to acknowledge people from any place in the world who want to speak to be sh- to share their voice and uh I look forward to that and it will give us many opportunities to connect and to communicate and t- and to play connected dots
1: awesome, very excited Yay, go. one forty conference woohoo mm-hmm. so Hank yeah. What do you think is the key to
3: successful communication? Um, first of all, you know, I reiterate an awful lot about what Jeff said as well as Sharon. But I, the thing that I think is, is the key to successful communications is listening. And, you, more, you know, and boy, and I learned those lessons the hard way. And I was always interrupting, doing things. And the key to su- is listen is I think someone said, you know, that's why God gave you twice as many, two ears and one mouth. You know, so it is true. Listening um, and and putting yourself in someone else's shoes, uh, just as hard as that is to do, you have to work at that and do that, and then recognize you're there to to have create empathy with them. And the the one advice piece of advice that. um, Someone gave me the, you know, the woman I co-authored my first book with, Dr. Kathy Kramer, where she said, you know, I talk about, let's see how we can change people's minds. And she said to me something I've never forgotten. The best thing that can happen to you, Hank, she said, is you go in with the deep purpose of changing someone's mind, and you come out with your mind changed. And that's when communication really happens. You pull both of you, pull it in and in and out of yourself, and you make a difference. And uh, I think you know the one thing that um, Jeff. I think on one of your conferences, I spoke on a subject that I bring into marketing called the humanization of brands.
0: Yes, yes, and, we uh, did, and I did, I
3: did a good one about that. And it, marketing is and brand building in the in the market has caught up with that. It is. We are now. Everything is about a human connection and personalization, and all those words that we're using and and talking now. And the digital world, to just point and point, has enabled that more than ever. So great time, great time to be communicating.
1: I I love this. I paraphrase you a little bit, but I so agree. Communication works best when you both get something out of it for, you know, putting it in the simplest terms. And when we did the Twitter chat last night and I answered that question, I said, listening, uh, especially as someone who likes to talk, it's not when you want to communicate, it isn't about you. It is about, it's an us, right?
3: Hey, can yeah. I say something?
1: Yes, I want to you may. shout
3: out to my friend, Marilyn. Did you say she's coming out to California? Yes. All right. (laughs) Yay. Can't wait to see you, kid. Make fun.
1: Yes. We win when we compromise. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That leads into the next question, which is, what do you do when there are breakdowns in communication? Do you have, I don't want to say any magic, because, well, maybe there is. What
3: do you think? What do you think, Hank? Well, I you know, my my thing is to is to take a deep breath, give it one more try, and then give it a second try, and then if you can't fix that breakdown, you gotta really step back from it and just stop and come back and visit it again and, and start over. Once but but don't ever give up on it. But, you know, you just have to do that. And then as you know, as we said, try to always come back from that other person's point of view. Like, for example, if Jeff and I had a, uh, you know, a breakdown of communications and, and I would come back in a week, I would I would go and put my Jeff back oh. and say, okay, nice Jeff, hat, I'm, nice back, hat. I'm back on your terms. Let's talk a little. And not do things like that. You just got to be creative. And, and and it's up to you. It's what fits and what you believe personally.
1: And again, looking for those mutually beneficial situations. I, I like to take a deep breath and then take another one. And sometimes you do have to walk away. You have to find that balance between how how badly do you want to bang your head against the wall? And how badly do you want to move forward?
3: And by the way, that's happened to me a couple of times in my career. and Some really important issues with with people I cared about. And you got to get over that fast. You have to just say, hey, it didn't work. It may work later, but say la vie and move on. And you got to get over it fast and then move on to the next thing.
1: Yeah, I think that goes back to what Jeff was saying before about self-care. If you can't run through the brick wall, stop hitting the brick wall.
3: Jeff, well, what
1: what do you think?
0: Well, there are lots of different, uh, you know, types of communication breakdowns, if I want to go back to the Zeppelin. But in terms of uh, how we break down in the communication, there are also times when your body will actually, you know, your your soul, if you will, will protect you. I mean, there's certain people that might want to uh, take advantage of your kindness take advantage of your energy there are people who i would characterize because i don't have a better term as energy vampires folks that see you coming a mile away and they're leveraging you and so you have a, uh, a very strong reaction uh which seems to be like why are you behaving in a way that you don't even understand but really it's your own um it's your own early warning system that something is amiss so so not every communication breakdown is necessarily bad um but if you were talking about having a communication with a friend and something was just misunderstood or missing you know that's different um and there's you know how do i repair it uh well you either you know go back into it and and you know before you say you're sorry understand what you're apologizing for Um, and, and, and because if you're not, um, sincere, if it's just words and not actions, if it's not energetically on the same vibe, it's not going to have any meaning. So, you know, if, and it's, it's not necessarily about being right or being wrong if you want to connect with that person, you will find the path to connect with that person energetically. Because it's for me, I, I, I think Tesla got it right, that life is all about energy, vibration, and frequency. And when you could find a way to vibe with a person and keep the vibe high, um, you will find the right way to tune into that person's soul. And so uh, I'm a very strong believer in, in, in high-vibe communication. And um, we don't always have to agree, right? But we could respect each other's voices. We could listen to each other. Um, not even count, not even debate, just listen and process and then perhaps move on if possible. And if not, not. But, you know, there are some some, some forums where you can agree to disagree and that's okay too. Uh, you know, but I, I believe there is a diplomacy associated with bringing people together of like minds. And we're all allowed to believe what we believe in and we don't all have to agree. And uh, that's what makes it, you know, life would be very boring if everyone you spoke to agree with everything you said, let's face it. Right. If we all had the same opinion.
1: All the, time all, Abby, the time. all the
0: time. It would be. And and if you imagine if you're with a friend and all you keep on saying is, yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. What well, What's your opinion? I don't have one. I, whatever you say is fine with me. Like, wait a second. That's just, it's self-deprecating at some level, even if you are in perfect alignment, because you must have an opinion about something. So for, for me, communicating is is a, you know, it's, it's, it's a multi-dimensional. There are multiple layers to it. It's not a flat piece of paper. It's not two-dimensional, but there are multi-dimensions to it. And, um, you know, so if we're not talking about a adverse reaction to someone's energy, and you simply had a communication breakdown, if you like to fix it, fix it. But don't worry about the other person making the first move. The moment you do that, you're not a friend. You may not be an enemy, but you certainly don't have that connection. So the, when you start keeping track of who called who last, if you start being petty about certain things, which may be very meaningful to you, may be incredibly meaningful. But if you want to get the point, you know, if I'm looking to sell Hank a service, I need to be persistent. It's always be closing. And when you're dealing with friends, it's always be a friend. And, um, and so I don't, I don't keep track of the last email that I sent somebody, the last text I sent somebody, but I tell you this, as you get older, um, and you lose friends who pass away suddenly, and you didn't tell them you get you love them, if you didn't tell them, I really appreciate your company. That's something which you could never really have a chance to say other than your dreams. So, so don't be afraid to say I love you. Don't be afraid to tell someone they matter to you. Don't be afraid to do the things that you can. They only can do now when you're in contact with somebody. Because it's unfortunately we live in a world and a, at a time where we only miss people when they're gone. Let's appreciate everyone while they're here. Let's appreciate who we are. Let's appreciate who we can communicate with, connect with, and be present for each and every one of us now, so that. When someone is missing or someone has left, they know how much they were loved while they were alive.
1: Ah, that's all I got. Ah, it, it's true. Time is precious, life is precious. Stay in touch, stay in tune. Okay, okay, sound good. Well, and really wonderful answers to such an important question because we can't all love each other all the time, right? You can't always agree with the people who mean things to you, but don't let the time slip by. I think it's a very valid point. So what tips do you all have to help people improve their communication skills? And we did touch on this and I love the find the commonalities because that's really do your homework before you meet people is perfect because that way they will remember you. What other tips do you have for making those connections? Sharon, do you want to start?
2: Sure. Um, I think it's really checking in with where you're at. That's like the key thing to start with. And then when you're meeting people, I would say, uh, Finding the commonality obviously is huge. And I said that before, but it's also like, maybe there was like some kind of news they had recently and something you want to contribute to that or something you can help with, or just even ask, like, how can I help? Like, how can I serve you right now? Like, is there something I can do to help you with this endeavor that you're working on? Like, I think being of service is always like a key. Um, And I think it's important, but I mean, people are at at different places in their lives. So I would would say first check in with yourself, pause and see where you're at before you connect to the other person and see where they're at.
1: Really good point because you need, you need know thyself first, right? And you also need just dialing back to what Jeff was saying. You need to have the right energy for connecting with people. And yeah.
3: so, Hank, what do you think? Well, uh, you know, to build to build on that, it's the it is that the more you can find that emotional connection to start, the better the better off you are with a person. And I, you know, I always think that we concentrate so much on words, but looks, smiles, those kinds of things really are a great way to start. And then just look for something to get that. Uh, personal connection. I have a funny, uh, not a fun, but a great story to tell you. But when I was doing a show in New York, Cool and Yukon I was interviewing celebrities, one of the guys I interviewed was Master Killer from the Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. And you know, how the hell am I going to relate to him? So, what I did do, I was with him about two minutes, and I started, and I was right by his high school. And I started giving him a rap. I used to sit and speculate at the lunchroom counter. And I couldn't wait, but I didn't have the heart to step forth. And he just melted and broke down. And he spent the whole day with me just opening up. So it takes work. You know, it's not It's not as everything just doesn't happen. You got to work it. You got to work your ass off at these things when you build them. And, and then let it out and see where it goes.
1: That's my advice. I love that story. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Jeff. Yes. What about you? I I know we need to make the soul connection, but beyond that, what can people do to improve their communication skills?
0: I, I think that it's situational and contextual as much as anything else. And I don't think it's one size fits all. I, I think that if uh, you're if you, if you are aware of your surroundings, and again, what is your intention? What is your goal? What, what are you looking to do? Um, what Why you, why do you want to talk to that person now? I mean, if I look at everyone who reaches out to me on LinkedIn, I can share with you how not to connect with Jeff. Because uh, I promise anyone who's listening to this on replay or live, I am not looking to hire anybody for software programming services. I promise you. I promise you, I'm not looking. I'm not interested in investing in yet another startup. Most likely, I'm certainly not interested in uh, promotional, all sorts of promotional material. No, thank you. No, thank you. And so, um, so, so I, I love the fact that, for example, today I got an, a message on LinkedIn. I love what you're doing at Pulver3.com, and I was laughing. I was laughing really hard because Pulver3.com, if you go to it, it doesn't doesn't even resolve. So the fact that the person loves the work I'm doing at pulver3.com makes me think that they're, they're a cosmic comedian or something. Clearly, it was just a bad mail merge. And um, But you see, you, they don't know me, right? They can't pretend to know me. They have no idea who I am, what I'm doing. And so they, they failed across the board. But I remember that, <laughs> not, not necessarily in a good way. Um, I Look, if somebody wants to connect to me, they have to find a connection that's meaningful to both of us. And that's on them. Uh, And I take the same responsibility when I reach out to find somebody, too. And uh, uh, if I'm reaching out to somebody, there's a reason I want to. And by the way, if, uh, if Josh, the founder of Wordle, is listening to this broadcast, please respond to my emails, please. I have this wonderful conference I'd love to have you speak at, but you need to reply to my emails. Thank you
3: you know one thing that on I I, the replay Jeff. one thing that I get asked a lot and students ask me i I always how do you take you get a lot of calls Jeff, you have it you take do you take all the calls no you don't but if somebody calls me and says hey I'm a friend of Jeff's, you don't know me but I'd like to talk to you about that I take it in because I owe it to Jeff and other people that I I respect, so you have to you have to put your boundaries up, and in your, in your filters. If someone says, "Hey, I have a great idea that's gonna that's really gonna help you," course tomorrow, you know, I get as Jeff said, I get those a hundred times a day. So find those ways in those connections.
1: You, you reminded me, Jeff. my my favorite <laughs> My favorite least favorite outreach is, "Hey Deb." I've got this great course on goal setting (laughs) or attend my goal setting workshop. So I just reply with a link to my book and ask if they want a guest speaker.
0: Does it work? (laughs) Have you ever, have you ever gotten reply back?
1: I haven't, but it makes me feel better. Okay. It, it, It is the, like yours, a really good example of people not doing their homework by the same token Anybody who's either listening or watching who doesn't know any of you, if they were to reach out on LinkedIn, all you need to say is, I I connected with you. I watched you. Say
0: that you watched us on Deb's show and you That's want weird. to get to know us better.
1: <laughs> Thank you for finishing my sentence. Absolutely. Because this, and and this is unusual. Usually when I do these, I bring in people who don't know each other. This one, it was intentional to bring people together who do. So, which is fun, because I can just sit back, relax, and let our communities get to know you and and what you all have to offer. And normally, I would ask you now to give the bonus goal, but I think because we're talking about connecting, it is the right time to ask where people can find and connect with you. So, let's do that, and then we'll go to the goal portion. Of the conversation. So, Hank, what is the best way slash place for people to find, um, well, to reach out to you?
3: LinkedIn. Um, I'm on there and just it's Hank Wasiak or email me, wisdom3 at mac.com. And I'll
1: awesome. just
3: mention, put this in the in the subject matter, and I guarantee you I'll look at it. And Shireen can tell you, sometimes I respond a little late, but uh, I get there and do it. But he always responds. That's That's the key. And that's the same with you, kid. Same with you.
1: Well, I was just excited because you replied like within 24 hours, like, heck yeah, I want to hang out with you. So thanks.
3: Yeah, because you're an important person to me.
1: So Jeff. Yes. Where can people find you? What do you want them to know?
0: Well, um, I, I'm up in the early in the morning. If I'm not, if you don't see a wordle from me early in the morning, East coast time, there's something up. That's a uh, sort of a, a subtle sign of uh, something happening uh, a disturbance in my local force. But uh, if somebody is looking to reach me at Jeff at pulver.com, I recently brought back to life. It's a 25, 26 year old domain. Oh my God. So, it's a uh, OG domain and uh, it's still me. So you could find me at Jeff at pulver.com. You could attempt to reach out on LinkedIn. And sure, if you reference, if you put uh, in the subject, Deborah in the subject, I'll know that it was from this show and you will have my attention, but please don't sell me any services. Uh, you could also tweet at me. Um, I'm still on Twitter. I think Twitter is having a Renaissance of sorts. And I'm an, and, I, and I am enjoying that particularly since I am doing the 140 in 2022. So I'm, um, kind of grateful it's having a renaissance uh um i don't know Uh, yeah so that's that's how you could reach me there are other ways but uh, you'd have to go to pulver.com and figure out the maze that's there to figure out the other ways to find me
1: well and to find out about the thursday morning which is always too early for me and tuesday night which i'm almost always at zula and the jeff shows throughout the week
0: That is all true. In fact, uh, rumor has it, I might be launching my own social network uh, for the communities which I've been uh, bringing to life over the past 26 years. So, um,
1: you mean the rumor of the email that I got yesterday? That one?
0: How embarrassing (laughs) since the other two people here haven't been invited yet, but yes.
1: Well, you say it was (laughs) because you were prepping for the show. Uh, It actually is. Spoiler alert.
0: It is true, and uh, and actually, it's it's really for people who are active in Zula, and it was really just uh, to like I think ten people, so it was just a, a prep. To because I've been exploring platforms outside of Facebook. Well, I'm not making a political conversation on whether Facebook is dead or alive, and we have it has a half life that so long that we don't realize it. But I, I am looking for community platforms outside of Facebook for myself, and I've been evaluating different technologies from Discord to Mighty Networks and Circle. And right now I'm doing a Circle demo. I've, I've let go of Discord, despite the coolness amongst the, the Gen Y, Gen Z crowd. And so since my, my community is mostly boomers and Gen Xers, um, I, I'm on Discord if I have to be. And uh, now it's basically on Circle is where I'm playing, where I'm taking some stakes and seeing what where it goes. And uh, it's a compromise. But yes, yeah, so I'm playing with my own social network because. Why not? I think that's ultimately where I end up.
1: Awesome. Okay. So I'm a beta. No one feel left out.
0: Alpha. You're actually alpha, by the way. Oh. There's still a chance beta. for beta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Sharon, where can people find you?
2: Um, okay. So these days I'm really more on Instagram than ever. Just, I don't know why, but for whatever reason. And uh, my website Or you can email me, uh, my first name, Shireen, at play dash, and that's the dash sign, works, W-E-R-K-S dot com. And also reference Deborah in this lovely chat we're having, and I'm happy to connect. Uh, But yeah, rarely on LinkedIn these days, and uh, never really got into Twitter, I don't know why. And Facebook, no comment. (laughs)
1: And again, you can go to com slash blog for these links, and the replay and the recaps for my weekly show. So, and to my guests, anything that you want to make sure I put in the recap, please send it to me tonight by old fashioned email, please. And thank you. What a wonderful conversation and the time it always goes so, so fast, but we're not done yet. We need some good communication goals. So Jeff, what goal which will help people with communication or really with anything, would you like to gift to the audience? What is something someone can do today, tonight, tomorrow, to really make a difference?
0: Um, Discover their superpowers, superpower, embrace it, and use it for social good.
1: Oh, I love it. And your superpower, again, is?
0: Oh, everyone has their own, right? No, I
1: want to know what yours is. Connecting. Jeff's superpower is connecting. We all know this. So, and Shrin, what is yours?
2: That's a good question. Um, I want to say, like Jeff, everybody has a superpower. I think you need to find what that is. Um, The biggest thing that I've been doing recently is journaling every morning when I wake up and finding what I need for the day. So that really helps. I think people should journal and it doesn't have to be long. Like sometimes I do one page, sometimes I do four pages. It just depends. But I really devote like 30 minutes a day for that in the mornings. So I highly recommend that.
1: That's uh, chapter six.
2: Yeah. See, there we go. I didn't even, I haven't even finished your book yet, but there we go. That's perfect. Um, and then I would say superpower. Well, I mean, my nickname has always been the Wonder Woman of Tech. So I guess that's my superpower.
1: Okay, wait. So is journaling the goal in Wonder Woman of Tech is the superpower? Yes. Okay. Journaling and Superwoman of Tech.
2: Wonder Woman of Tech. Wonder Woman
1: of Tech. See, that's why I read it out loud. As I am the dev of all things... Behind the scenes, Wonder Woman of Hack.
2: Yes. Awesome.
1: So, Hank, superpower first, goal second.
2: Superpower
3: for me, for me, I think is empathy. I really have put a a great deal of empathy and caring that into that. I've built that over the years, and my superpower. It may sound a little strange, is music. I really get inspired by music and it, and I listen to, I have my genres I listen to, but every day I start out with, with some music that's going to just get me up and going and looking forward to what's going to go on. And Jeff, you helped me with that too, by the way.
0: Wow. I, I have to confess. I I am uh, also music powered by music. It is true. I'm fueled by music, all all types, uh, and it keeps me going.
1: It does. It heals. It energizes. It moves you forward.
0: Inspires, so it,
1: too. It, it inspires. So is listen to music the goal, or do you have another goal that you want to gift?
3: Oh, my goal? My yeah, goal, what, my, my goal is, is to keep on t- helping inspire next generations of, of business leaders and students until I can't do it anymore, until I can't physically get into that classroom, then I'll stop. But that's my goal, and I'm not stopping until I keep and do it and do it and do it. I had a goal last year to write another book, which I did. That's over with. Now I am all about the kids, as I call them. That's it. Nothing else matters.
1: That's awesome. And because Hank gave a goal for himself, of course you know Jeff and Shrin you will have to give me goals as well. So your goal, Hank, for others is to listen to music or do you have another goal that you want to give
3: for them the audience? To, is you know just you know, as like was said, you know get in touch with yourself, find a goal and and yeah, find some music that's going to get you, into the frame of mind that you need to communicate with others. Use that as a way to to reinforce what you're doing, start your day. Uh, If you're creating content, put music in it. All of those things, I think, help. They just help me. And so I don't know if anybody else would find that helpful, but for me, it really works.
1: I love that. That's awesome. Way to frame the question. Fantastic. So, Shireen, what is a goal that you have that you want to share?
2: Well, I got a third, I guess, the music thing, because it makes a huge difference for me as well. Um, There's times in my life when, like, songs have come on that have really made a difference, and it rings in my head. And then last week, actually, last Monday, I went to the FYC for the Kanye documentary, and that was, like, mind-blowing. So I highly recommend everybody watch it. It's next level of but music is a huge part of it. Um, so goal for me is to inspire millions of children around the world, specifically, obviously, girls and boys, uh, to be excited about tech and STEM through gaming and project-based learning and all of my projects.
1: That's awesome. And it's great. And like I said, I know your backstory. And so I I know the run-up to all of this. So that's wonderful. So Jeff, that just leaves you. What is your goal?
0: Uh to bring more love into the world. Good
1: morning. This is like like if we were in person, this would be such a hug moment. And you're all about the hug, right? Uh
0: yes. Uh with per- with permission in a meaningful way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we do have to say that in this day and age.
3: That's true.
1: Wow. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. I'm so glad I got to hang out with all of you today, and that everybody else got to hang out with you too. Uh, now you can find me. I'm at the Deb Method everywhere, or thedebmethod.com/goals to learn how I can help you figure out what you want and how to get it. And my goal, or one thing I'm doing, is my goal is to change goal culture in the work. Place And also in the way people view events. So I'm just excited that I get to bring such wonderful people together to share what they know to help others make their world a better place. There you go. Uh, Final thought before we wrap. Sharan, what do you want to leave people with?
2: Uh, Like I said earlier, I think everyone has a superpower. So when you find out what that is, don't let go. And that will be your, like, kind of North Star to your purpose and mission on this planet. So follow your journey.
1: That's exactly why I do what I do. Amazing. Thank you. And so, Hank, what is your final thought?
3: My final thought is to... For me to go back to the future, and for others to uh, embrace the 140 conference that's going to come up, I, you know, I know I had a little hint of it, but now that it's quote unofficially official, um, I am really ready for that. That's where my rebirth came, and I can't wait to go back there again. And I hope I'm on the speaker list.
0: You will be.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so, Jeff, what final thought do you want to leave people with?
0: learn how to communicate and help bring more peace, love, and understanding into this world.
1: That's awesome because that's really what it's all about. You know, we're not here alone. We're here. And last week I talked about community. So communication made the most sense off of that one because that community and communication, it really goes, goes hand in hand. So look, I, I cheated and did the topic twice. Yay me. Thank you all so much for joining me, Jeff, Hank, Sharon, for this wonderful conversation on communication. And for those of you who, whether you are listening or watching, whether you're live on the replay, thank you. We so appreciate you taking the time, not just to explore these people, but really taking the time for yourself, for choosing yourself, because that's what the goals start with. They start with you. So go out there, communicate, make new friends. Remember, you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out TheDevMethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it.